This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Montana Department of Revenue said Tuesday it is mailing property classification and appraisal notes of residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural land. The notices are not tax bills, according to the department. They include the department's determination of market or productivity value and the taxable value of property that will be used by the county treasurer to determine property tax information for the year 2023 and 2024. Brendan Beatty, director of the Montana Department of Revenue, says it's important for Montana property owners to review this information now. Quote, if property owners wait until property tax bills are sent in November, it will be too late for the department to correct property characteristics and make adjustments that may impact the value of the property tax for tax year 2023. Testimony came from a variety of witnesses as the trial alleging that the state is violating citizens' constitutional rights to a clean and healthful environment continued. Attorneys for the 16 plaintiffs and the state delivered their opening remarks in the Held v. Montana lawsuit in Lewis and Clark County District Court. Judge Kathy Seeley is presiding over the trial. The plaintiffs from across the state argue that a provision in the Montana Environmental Policy Act, which was modified this legislative session to prohibit the state from looking at greenhouse gas emissions and climate change when considering environmental reviews for projects, violates their right to a clean and healthy environment in the 1972 state constitution. Roger Sullivan, an attorney for the plaintiffs, opened by laying out the constitutional questions and discussing many expert witnesses that the plaintiffs plan to call, which include several top Montana climate scientists. Quote, the evidence will show that because of the now unstable climate system caused by fossil fuel generation and greenhouse gases is neither clean nor healthful, Sullivan said. He continued, because of this climate disruption, the physical and psychological harms from climate change that are experienced by youth plaintiffs are chronic and worsening every year. He outlined how the scientific consensus is that global carbon dioxide standard for a stable climate system would be 350 parts per million. He said that was in 1988. It is now 424 parts per million. Sullivan said that Montana generates as much greenhouse gas as several other nations with populations much higher and that the lack of disclosure of how energy mining and other projects with environmental impacts would generate greenhouse gases is hampering initial steps of fighting climate change. Arguing on behalf of the state during opening arguments, Assistant Attorney General Michael Russell spoke for only a few minutes, telling Seeley and the court that they would hear lots of emotions, assumptions, accusations, speculation, prognostication, and notably, fear about the future. He said the state's witnesses would show that the plaintiffs have a misunderstanding of the Montana Environmental Protection Act 
and that Montana was too minuscule to influence greenhouse gas emissions because they are global. Quote, in other words, to reach the planet's goal of 350 parts per million, there's absolutely nothing Montana does or could do to reach that. During Monday's hearing, the plaintiffs called five witnesses. They included Ricky Held, the 22-year-old from Broadus, who was the lead plaintiff. Two other plaintiffs, as well as May Nan Ellingson, who at 24 was the youngest member of the 1972 Constitutional Convention, and Stephen Running, a former University of Montana professor of ecosystem and conservation scientist who won a Nobel Prize in 2007. Ellingson was brought as an expert witness to testify to the beginnings of the clean and healthful environment language that ended up in the Constitution. Held, the lead plaintiff in the suit, told the court of her family's long history of ranching and running a hotel near Broadus and how she watched the Powder River both flood and dry up completely and saw wildfires ravage the area, leaving her family and other ranching families in southeast Montana struggling at times. She said winning the lawsuit would establish a model for the future for the state and its people. Catherine Grace Gibson Snyder, a 19-year-old from Missoula and a sixth-generation Montanan, told the court that how on numerous occasions, either playing high school soccer or hiking with her friends and family, wildfire smoke forced event cancellations and left her struggling to breathe because of the poor air quality. Gibson Snyder said she hopes to raise a family, but questions that, saying she knows that her children could grow up not knowing the same places or experiences that she got growing up. The plaintiff's most expert witness of the day was Stephen Running, the ecology and climate expert who worked at the University of Montana from the late 70s until 2017 and was one of the earliest scientists working on climate change. Much of his testimony surrounded the scientific work on climate change that he's done for decades, which leaned heavily on how climate science community has determined that climate change is human-caused and being exacerbated by the burning of fossil fuels, something about which he said there is no debate. Quote, I think our climate science clearly has established how our climate is now unstable because we've imbalanced critical parts of the climate system, he said. The state objected several times to his citing published climate research as hearsay. Judge Seeley overruled the objections. Montpurg, the nonpartisan political organization that's dedicated to civic engagement and registers students to vote, is out $50,000 at the University of Montana, despite significant support from students to renew the fee. Leaders of the organization, the Montana Public Interest Research Group, say political pressure from the Office of the Commissioner of Higher Education interfered with their ability to collect the fee. It's approved by students, but not by the state's Board of Regents. Montpurg operates at the Montana and Montana State University. This year, 82% of students voted yes to renewing the fee of $5 each semester. 
according with three other fees, according to ASUM, the Associated Students of the University of Montana. The resolution approving Montberg notes it's optional and refundable. At its meeting last month, the Board of Regents took up the three other fees that students approved, fees for transportation for the campus newspaper, the Montana Cayman, and for the Associated Students of the University of Montana. The fee for Montberg never appeared on the Regents' agenda. It wasn't clear how, when, or who made the decision at UM to decline to put the fee in front of the Regents. A hunter killed a grizzly bear in self-defense in the Madison Range southeast of Ennis last week, according to Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. The grizzly bear reportedly charged the hunter, who was hunting black bears in a remote parcel of private land, on June 5th. The hunter shot and killed the bear with a pistol. The hunter was not injured. The hunter notified FWP the same day. The investigation is ongoing. In a somewhat related story, FWP says Montana is bear country and grizzly bear populations continue to become denser and more widespread in Montana, increasing the likelihood of grizzly encounters for residents and recreationists. Some precautions issued by the FWP include carrying bear spray and being prepared to use it immediately. Travel in groups whenever possible and make casual noise, which can help alert bears to the presence of people. And stay away from animal carcasses, which often attract bears. FWP also says follow food storage orders from the applicable land management agency. If you encounter a bear, never approach it, leave the area, and keep garbage, bird feeders, pet food, and other attractants put away in secure buildings. Officials at Yellowstone National Park have raised the fire danger parkwide to moderate. There are currently no active wildfires in the park, nor any fire restrictions in place or planned. Campfires are only permitted within established fire rings in campgrounds and some backcountry campsites. Campfires must always be attended and cold to the touch before abandoning. Officials say soak, stir, feel, and repeat. Glacier National Park's Going to the Sun Road officially opened Tuesday morning. Motor vehicles may now use the road from both the West Glacier and St. Mary entrances. It's the earliest the road has opened since 2005. Plow crews had an easier go of it this year with below normal snowpack west of the divide. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, 
and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.